camel, like, walks, camel riding. Oh, I love that. I like riding that I'm like, everybody, let's get Where a maraca. And you're like, let's do something deep, you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. What? Now I'm what? on. So, oh. Oh. okay. <laughs> uh. Hey, welcome to Reads and Weeds. Here we are. Chris is on. And uh, that beautiful intro is because we're doing this book today called Fingerprints of the Gods. And I was Googling things like songs about ancient civilizations and songs about gods. And that was supposedly ancient Mayan music. But, like, how do we know? Yeah. We don't know anything. Where are your sources? Uh, right? Nothing. Good. Not for YouTube. you, but whoever said it was right. ancient Maya. Like, Who do they know? Me? But the thing is, is that's what this book is about. How do we know? <gasps> so here's a couple of things. One is, this is kind of our year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yay. Happy anniversary. Congratulations. <laughs> We've been doing Reads and Weeds for a year. It went by so fast, didn't it, Chris? It did. It went fast. Holy crap. And Shelly got us cookies. Yes, and so I brought oh, cookies. Man. I got six cookies and I ate two on the way here. Tide, you got to eat one. Do right. it. They're right there. Oh, I will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so for a year we've been meeting up, reading books, talking about cannabis, smoking weed, and I was thinking if we read, I, I wonder if we read 20 books this year. I can't remember, but... That doesn't count like the ones I read on the airplane or the ones I read that had something to do with work or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just constant. Yeah. It was constant. My brain has been really excited this year. Aww. And so, Jamie Lowell is here for the very first time. Hi, and Jamie. He, Hello. Jamie's here. <laughs> and he runs... Very happy to be here. He runs Jazz Cabbage Cafe, which mm-hmm. is on Tuesdays, and I've been on his show a couple times, and they are... Cannabis news. Well, describe your show. Just describe it. Well, we, I think we say everything cannabis because we let it flow to whatever we really want to talk about. And we, it then really we connect does. it to cannabis. But a lot of it is current news or what's the, the most recent updates with the changes mm-hmm. in the, with the state and the new yeah. industry and stuff like that. It's practical, yet it's fun and whimsical. And we talk about dicks a lot. We do. As yeah. it turns out. We do. And there's, yeah. Yeah, and there's a tiny, tiny dog named Zeta. Zeta. Oh. Zeta, that tiny and dog. Rick Thompson <laughs> is, is the co-host. Rick Thompson. Deborah Young is is uh, always on hand. Razor Ray Reyes, who provides a lot of the dick discussion. He does. He does. And, uh, Almost. Someone yeah. has to. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Colin McDougal. Yeah. Who's a very cool cat. He's right? wonderful. And I'll have to tell Razor Ray that I watched that Juggalo movie, <laughs> and I really liked it. And then I wrote, and then I wrote jokes about Juggalos, and I watched part of the documentary. I had a really lazy oh, Sunday before. I love day. it. Yeah. <laughs> Learned a lot of about Juggalos that day for whatever reason. So, um, Jamie is the one that recommended this book, uh, Ah. Fingerprints of the Gods, and he texted me one day and was like, hey, this is the book I want to do. I'll come on the show if we do this book. I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem. I leveraged it. I will actually make an appearance. I know, I know. And and then I had to talk to his agents, and then there was just the financial negotiations. Your people were kind of difficult to deal with at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stretched out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we hammered out the details, and, and here he is. And uh, and Chris, can you give me like a one sentence take on this book? Yeah, encapsulate the whole thing. In yeah, one just sentence. just sum it up real quick. Me? <laughs> yeah. In one sentence. In one sentence. Yeah. Um, it's basically how history doesn't move in a straight line forward and back. It moves more up and down, Ooh. and we really don't know. Um, 
what we think we know about ancient civilizations. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Wow. There you go. All right. All right. So, um, fingerprints. So compound sentence. There was a it gets the discussion started, that's for sure. It, well, that, is, that is kind of... Yeah, that's huge. But I want to know why in. you recommended it. Because I was like, sure, and you told me a little bit about it, and I was like, oh, that sounds neat, but I had no idea how like dense and geographical and historical and... I know, it's cool. So tell me Math. why you recommended it. Math! <laughs> yeah! Well, it's, well, it starts out... Put on your glasses. ...that uh, I like the idea of your show when you... When I learned about it just a few months ago, you had been doing it uh, for a little bit mm-hmm. and then realized that you were doing it and on the same platform uh-huh. as our show. And I thought at some point I would really like to do that. I already have the passion for cannabis. Uh-huh. And uh, when I come across something that is of real interest to me and I, and I develop a little bit of a passion for it, that, the, that will be the time when it comes together and it will be the the right thing to want to pursue in this way to have a further discussion about to try mm-hmm. to turn on to other people and hopefully they are, get interested as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So let me try to, I'm going to try to sum it up too. And then Jamie, you can do it too. Cause Shannon's me? here. Well, Shannon's here. <laughs> I want to sum up the book. Well, you can hear our, our summations and then you can determine what you get out of it. So I didn't read the book. I ordered a used copy and it never showed up. But instead, you know, this is like the dollop. Gareth Reynolds never knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. This could be a different feel. Yeah. And I'll just think of show tune songs that will go with everything that you say. And punctuate our discussion on show tunes. So um, Graham Graham Hancock, Graham Hancock, I'm going to read his little bio here, was formerly East Africa correspondent for The Economist and a correspondent for the London Sunday Times. His sign in the soul... An international bestseller documented his real-life quest for the Ark of the Covenant. He has appeared on television with Michael Pollan in his recent Pole to Pole series and on the BBC and CNN as well as National Geographic's Explorer series. His next book, The Message of the Sphinx, written with Robert Balvel. And he, um, I guess, is on Joe Rogan a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah. hash things out. and But what he's doing is he's <laughs> kind of challenging what, we think we know as a civilization about prehistory. Oh, wow. Like, we have these notions that the, the pyramids were this old, and, and this was how this land formed. And he's questioning all of it, and he's doing it with, like, old maps. He's doing it with, like, what we consider mythology. He's challenging, like, he's, he, he's doing it with geography and with... The like, map of procession. Yeah, like the, and he talks about cataclysmic events, and he talks about um, prophecies, and he talks about Norse mythology, and, you know, lines, you know, like, and basically what his hypothesis is, which for me is just like, well, sure, I believe that 100%. However, it's so big to wrap your brain around. It's just so big. It's like, <laughs> not, it's like saying like, there wasn't like, oh, uh, there was Egyptians. That's probably the oldest civilization we can really think of. And they were pretty advanced. But it's like, no, there have been like four or five of those highly, super highly advanced civilizations that have ended cas- cataclysmically. And then we start over. Wow. And here's the evidence here. And here's the evidence here. And here's the evidence here. And he sees that the fingerprints of the gods is like, if suddenly everything were gone, what would 
what would be found that someone could remember us as a civilization? Yeah. And when you see these cool. huge statues or whatever all over the world, you're starting to uncover what that might have been. But we're talking like 50,000 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That an entire <laughs> super advanced civilization was gone the first time. Right? So did how's that? Was that pretty that good? Was, that was a, that that was a compound really. sentence. <laughs> that <laughs> was like super smart. <laughs> so that's, that's the idea too, for sure. This is that, that's what it's about. That's why it's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a skeptic on a lot of things, and yeah. we don't know for sure what's what's going on. Yeah. But uh, the the kind of and what's cool about this book? This is from the mid '90s. Since this time. There's been some corroborating things that have taken place, and he's also written a couple other books to expound on some of these things to Magicians of the Gods in America before, and maybe we could continue this uh, discussion by going for those books <laughs> hereafter. Maybe, man. Okay. I feel like I yeah. need some time. Yeah. <laughs> I need some time. So, you need a little marinating time, little, you know? And just... Like and when just, you put the chicken in the, uh, in the fridge, you yeah. need to let the, mm-hmm. the vinegar really soak in. I need in. to let the juices... <laughs> I need to poke holes in myself. Poke holes! And let the juices of this yeah. seep into my head. Otherwise, you're only going to be skin deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any way. There's any way. Chris, what do you got to say over there? <laughs> yeah. Um, wow, that was, you really put me on the spot there. Yeah. Um, you remember how this works? I, We're doing a book club. You've been on like everyone and usually I ask you questions and you answer them. <laughs> All right. So that's what's going to happen. I'm going to keep doing that just so you know, for the rest of the show, every so often I'll prompt you. I'll say Chris, and that'll mean I'm talking to you because you're the only one with that name. And then I'll ask you a question. Okay. You got it. You got it. Okay. All right. Go carry on. Well, I mean, I would say, I don't know where we're at, but I mean, I think one, I mean, his supposition that basically, you know, in our current studies, like we, the, the quote unquote experts have like sort of decided, um, you know, where all of our current, current technology and understanding about the world came from and his supposition that, hey, guess what? It looks like Antarctica when it was in a different location mm-hmm. on the planet before it moved there was probably a really advanced society living there and it was tropical climate and possibly that um, ancient, ancient, super ancient civilization was pretty advanced and that the Egyptians and some of the other freaks around the world that were doing crazy things got that a lot of information and technology handed down to them. And they sort of picked up where their ancestors came off, but Antarctica has been under ice for our basic whole reality. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's fascinating. You know, it's melting. And um, but that map that was so famous that he sort of kicked up chapter one with that from the 1500s that basically had topography of an Antarctica that had rip flowing rivers mm-hmm. and clearly people had mapped it. So they yeah. went on it. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't freeze to death. Hold on. Hold um, that one second real quick. Uh, two, two things of note. One is 
we're kind of had a, having a cataclysmic event right now. There's some <laughs> tornado warnings in our area. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my cool. God. Yeah. That's awesome. And so oh, there was just awesome. loud thunder that I thought was coming through the microphone. Yes, that was thunder. It's was. now it's pouring outside right now. Oh, wow. Okay. And also, I wanted Shannon to understand that it, the whole first section of this book is him analyzing these ancient maps. Oh. And yeah. saying, like, the only way this and could be like this is if this were frozen or if this moved or this used to be a port. Well, there's shit above wow. water that's below water now and there's things that that are on these maps that hadn't been discovered according to our traditional uh, uh, sense of history yet and yet they're on the maps and they're properly on the maps which means that people likely were able to navigate the oceans much earlier than we thought Mm -hmm. and 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 part of the really well part of the really interesting thing of this about this is that they're they they must have had a um the ability to Calculate longitude, which is very difficult. Which is, uh, you know, there's latitude, yeah. and, and typically, yeah, like it, right now at this moment, I could not calculate either longitude well, there, or latitude. It's 2019. It wasn't into the 1800s that we that there was a or 1700s or something like that there was a common system for that in mo- in the modern world. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in the modern world, Graham yeah. Hancock refers to it as we are a civilization with amnesia, and yeah, and so the the idea is there's advanced civilization. It's a cataclysmic event takes place. Um, he doesn't get into it in this book because he didn't really know. He was just beginning to, to have his, his idea that it could be by meteors or something like that, which is one of the main hypotheses of, of how the, uh, the cataclysmic event came about. The other is uh, like solar bursts by Dr. Shock, Dr. Robert Shock from Boston University, who, who that conversation is what originally turned me onto this pathway, actually. Oh, that yeah. was about the Sphinx. He is a geologist from Boston University, and he noticed that the erosion on, on the Sphinx was not from, like, wind and sand. It was from long periods of rain, such as we are experiencing now. Right now. Wow. But for thousands of years, <laughs> and, in the, in the, and it's been a desert. for It's been arid. It's been, it's been dry for mm-hmm. the last 5,000 yeah. years or so. It couldn't have been taking place during that time frame. Yeah. And, and as Chris, Christine, I'm sorry. Christina. Christina, Christina. Was, I'm sorry, was Christina was saying the, uh, the the ancient Egyptians currently credited with like the the Sphinx and the and the yeah. Great Pyramid and stuff like that probably just came across existing what? structures. And, and, and said, this is ours now. Yeah, they did and they and they and there was a reconstruction wow. period at the time. At the time they're kind of credited uh, with creating it all. It was more likely uh, you know, a time in which they were like updating it and dealing with it and doing their own shit with it and maybe trying to learn some stuff from it or whatever, the, you know, who knows. Wow. But, uh, and that's happened all around the world too. So in, in uh, other cultures have come across these existing, they've yeah. built on top of them and, and that kind of stuff and it's made it a little confusing for those who have looked at it. But there's, yeah. there's a lot of stuff there that uh, we haven't even, I mean, Graham Hancock talks about it, that there's vast areas that we haven't even checked out. And some of those ma- those maps have got... Uh, uh, like islands that are that are you know 300 400 feet below yeah. water now above water and uh you know so there's i mean there's th- these things that, that's not just those things i mean the fact that there are th- these huge megalithic structures these pyramids and they're all over the world mm-hmm. yeah. and, and some of the shit on them is like similar in sim- in, in symbolism yeah. to things that are in south america in in mm-hmm. egypt and in asia and Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not in the book because it hadn't been discovered yet. But yeah. one of the criticisms, especially about the Sphinx, was that there's well, there's no other evidence of any kind of civilization. Of course, that's the cataclysmic, you know, thing. Yeah, makes sense because then you mm-hmm. it, it got scratched out. I mean, what they describe as happening is so incredibly intense you can't even mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just erased everything. You know, uh, that was yeah. 
that was there. And so few people maybe sur- survive, and they mm-hmm. then approach a lot of the hunter-gatherers who aren't as advanced, and they try to impart some of this knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and, you know, it's things like uh, agriculture unfolds after, you know, these meetings take yeah. place, and they're described in different ways around the world. But there was a place discovered, you know, years after this book called Gobekli Tepe in, in Turkey, and the stuff's been dated back to, like, 14,000 years. Wow. So that, for, that is a corroborating uh, evidence that this type of ability existed thousands of years before the Uh traditional designation of the you know the egyptians did it five thousand years ago so i'm also going to be the comic relief here because that's part of what happens from not reading and i've been too boring for too long (laughs) i'm just saying that in my mind i just imagine like a bunch of people traveling and they happen to find the pyramids and they're like man i'm the reject of the family nobody loves me and they're like i did that i I made that that's all me yeah (laughs) yeah i just thought of it i just thought of it today yeah it's pretty cool i I know i just thought of it right now yeah you know i did like math i'm like super smart and you just yep. didn't know it they're like what's math and you're like i i thought of that too yeah that was also me but it, it's too that. high level i can't teach yeah. you it yeah we'll i can't figure it out. you don't have to understand um chris <laughs> furthermore I, let's build a sphinx for two let's let's work on this giant creation for thousands of years well i mean i thought his his toward the end like everything that um i can't remember your name i'm sorry we suck jamie jamie he was trying um, to get me back because I, I didn't say Christina. Yeah, that's I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, please don't call me that because that's when my mom called Chris, me. And I just, Chris. We'll Chris. stick with Chris. Ooh, just Chris. call me Chris. Okay. Good um, But, uh, you know, his, his whole thing about, okay, so all these, these civilizations have passed and, and the, the history that we have that's been passed down through... Um, what our research, like all the research we found and what we've gathered from that, but mm-hmm. him saying that, hey, here were the Egyptians and maybe they had realized that they were probably, because they had they had gleaned the information from their um, previous ancestors, that shit was going to go down earth-wise. Like, it yes. was always oh. coming. Mm-hmm. And that there was mass there was some math. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> there was math that was attached to that. So all the Egyptians had all that, and so him him saying toward the end of the book, I mean, he really brought it together. Oh yeah, dude, that last but chapter. That, that, <laughs> that these guys were like, how can we pass on our like where we were at as a civilization, mm-hmm. um, so that you know it, it's clear, you know. What we were doing. Wait, are you we saying they knew here. they were going to die? Yeah. Yeah, because, wow. because well, I mean, the, the the process of the cataclysmic events takes place over you know long period of time. Some of the stuff happens quickly, but some of the stuff God. is but, damaged but that continues on. And, around Earth processions, which yes. you can measure, which they had figured out, and which it's very possible that civilizations before them have figured it out. Yeah. But they had def- they definitely figured it out, and that I mean the the most astounding proof he has really is the alignment of the three pyramids with the belt of Orion, the Milky Way being represented by oh. what was then the Nile River, mm-hmm. and the location of the Sphinx in the time of Leo, which was the time before the time of the building of the pyramids, which is why um, it's it's it where it sits and everything is always. 
been a little odd. Well, yeah. so they so exactly the and, and not just the pyramids in Giza and the Sphinx, but like the other pyramids and, and some of these other megalithic structures that are found around the world, they they are astronomically aligned. They they point to like true right. directions and and That's things incredible. like that. The Sphinx, I think, Absolute. points to true That's west or something like that. You know, it's like it, yeah. Yeah. So Shannon, it's around what? the vernal equinox. So so I mean, literally, what's amazing is they the Egyptians put those structures there, not just where, where they aligned, but where they aligned specifically, like in the specific procession that the Earth was in. It couldn't have been in. A cycle before that or a cycle before that like yeah. literally they lined it up right where the stars only could have been was it 10,245 or something yes. like that yes yeah yeah well yeah, yeah I think I found that yeah so, so yes. it'd be like I mean yeah that that should that should Mind. Hold on yeah. a second. Hold on a second. So, Shannon, when, when, something that he does, like, kind of in the last chapter is this. Is he, he presents all this evidence throughout the book, you know, like, here's these maps. And, like, here's all these uh, different uh, mytholo- mythologies all around the world and biblical history that talks about cataclysmic situations like... Um, like flood, all like, the flood like the, all the flood stories, they're oh, all yeah. around the world. And Gil- everything. Gilgamesh, Noah's yeah. Ark, yeah. Atlantis. And then, and then he talks about. So one of the things he says is like, imagine you're you're in a society, and the highest minds of the society have started realizing, like, oh shit, we're going down. Like oh. the meteors coming, or like the de- w- there's going to be ten volcanoes this year, the biggest ones that have ever gone, and 17 hurricanes. Like, you know it's coming. You've calculated it. Then the That's highest horrible. minds... I know, but the, this is the hypothesis. is like the highest minds start going, wait a minute, we're about to get wiped out. We need to save, like, a handful of people <laughs> to repopulate the earth and pass on our knowledge because yeah. the shit's wow. going to hit the fan, right? So they start building things and saving things and trying to archive things. And... They also need to realize that if they are to communicate with a future generation, they're likely going to be speaking in a different language from a different mindset, a different culture. So yeah. how do you do that? You can't just, like, leave a note. Yeah. Like, the shit yeah. hit the fan <laughs> circa 2019, you know. Good luck, uh, you guys. We were doing a podcast. You know what that is? You know, like, there's no uh, way to do it. So On the box buried at X. Yeah, his... His hypothesis is a lot of these structures are ancient civilizations trying to say this is what we were. This Whoa. is what we were. And in many times, other subsequent civilizations have also smashed that evidence. No! Have also, yeah. yeah. Fuckers. Like, yeah. Think, about, think about even when Saddam Hussein, yeah. remember when everybody pillaged all of that mm-hmm. uh, yeah. art well, we and everything in... About- we, before, we or, are taking monuments down because we've changed culturally. So yeah. We want to wipe out those things that we know are not smart. Right. Even Native Americans, yeah. like even yeah. going in that direction. That seems so tribal and so different and so long ago that to think about that being. Oh, okay. So another one of his. his so, so there's the we know it's coming. We're going to try to save some people. Then let's say those people are saved over here and yeah. they start trying to put things back together but then there's other random people that survived that are just actual primitives like well, they're yeah. like so then that would be like our they're hunter gatherers they're, they're hunter gatherers exist today our cavemen, like we didn't right? plan for you to yeah. be here right but then it just starts all over wow yeah. 
Is you know, for the listener, I'm really glad that I didn't read the book. Because really? Because really <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's giving good foundation for people. Oh, so good. I'm just saying. Anyone oh, who good. hasn't read it. Oh, but you still would read the book now after you get this foundation. Well, I'll, I mean, I still ordered the book. It just hasn't okay. arrived yet. Okay. So, <laughs> Someday so, I'll get to you brought know, it. Uh, uh, based on a couple things you guys have just brought yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, part of the, the, the idea then becomes the... The degradation of the Sphinx included wearing down the head, the original head, and some other parts. And it, at one point, was more likely, according to Graham and some others, uh, it was a lioness and not the traditional Sphinx. Yeah. Oh, and it was in, in the in the updating. What? I know, right? That it, that they turned it into that because to because it was all you know disheveled and yeah. eroded and stuff like well, that and you know it's like clouds right you if it's if you took someone but else's that, thing you're just like what does this look like to me right. but it lined up with the with the particular stars as chris was talking about Incredible. with the uh, it was the you know the mm-hmm. lioness or whatever mm-hmm. it was the in the time of leo yeah leo so oh leo the, the lioness the mm-hmm. leo and also go for chickies vernal <laughs> equinox aligned exactly with Sphinx's location, and the Sphinx was probably a lion. So yeah, due west. I think it, I think it is like it like was, true it west. It was a lion because yeah. they were in the time yeah. of Leo. That's awesome. And that was a so, cycle before, but as as Chris said earlier, it could could have gone back even further because there's knowledge of these things, and you really can't see them unless you've been observing them and recording it over a period of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's these twenty six thousand year cycles, and there could have been another one before that. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, there's like a hundred thousand years exactly. and a lot of space that hasn't really been checked out too much probably yeah. you know in large part to the right. cataclysmic events but. well and so th- this is something i was thinking about oh so chris does the name robbie bowen ring a bell yeah of course of i kicked him off my facebook page like two years ago Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> he he texted me because he was like, "How do I listen to the show?" Aww. You know, and I said, "What <laughs> show?" And he goes, "Reeds and Weeds." And that's when I realized, like, oh, people are kind of paying attention. <laughs> I don't think they are. That's what I'm saying that's fucking hilarious. Yes, yes. And he, <laughs> I said, "Well, you can just jump on." You know, he's like, "Oh, I haven't read the book. I'm just thinking about you know listening to it, and then maybe later." I'm like, "Well, you could just call in. Here's how you call in. That's what." Chris does, and he said, I think people in South Carolina would be, he said something about getting in trouble, you know, and I was like, what? Why? And then I realized, like, two reasons. One, cannabis isn't fine there yet, and then the other one is, think it was just be too far out. The history contradicts the belief system. Right, right. It's the Christian, very Christian traditional area of the country. I mean... It just is. It seeps into everything. It's just. But but what I'm saying, very, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just mean, think people I, would just be like that. Not everybody's got an open mind to a new world view. Yeah, know. yeah. I guess yeah, what what the world. Yeah. Yeah, I think what is what I thought was interesting is when do. Because in my mind. You can live this particular life that we have right here, your little tiny 80-year span in the millennia that has been going on forever, and you can live it exactly how you want to and have faith and whatever you want to do, Um, and it doesn't hurt anything to wonder, Yeah, you know, to be, like, full of amazement and wonder at the idea that, like, because what else do you think happened? Do you think, like... (laughs) <laughs> we just started like I remember 
What I love about this is I remember being, and I think I talked about this, OMG. I think I talked about this on our very first show, which was what we talk about when we talk about God. I talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Full circle. Whoa. I know. Full rotation. But I remember being little and, and, you know, the Sunday school teacher saying, and and God made this. And I was like, who made God? And she's like, well... (laughs) Da 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 da. Right. She keeps going on, and I'm like, no, no, no. But right before then, what happened? Like, I was just open yeah. and curious. Like, yes. no, no, no. I get it. But like, who was his dad? <laughs> and then who was yeah. that guy's dad? You know, it's turtles all the way down. It's turtles. <laughs> it's just turtles Turtle stacked power. up. Stacked up turtles. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and realizing like, I think the reason is because. If you start opening your mind to this, you have to figure out what you're going to do with it now. Well, yeah, and you have to be okay with not having certain answers. Not having certain answers. That's exactly what I was about ready to say. It's okay not to know. It's it's amazing as things are discovered or as you observe something that you don't even necessarily understand. That's that's quite amazing. But it's a really Mm -hmm. hard thing to come to terms with that of not knowing. people People can have their one true God or Jesus is their Lord and Savior or... Whoever, whatever, you know, that whole thing they want to do. And we can, we can have that. And we can also still have <coughs> history that precedes when those figures came into the world to yeah. have an impact on mankind. I mean, so I there's, know. there's a kind of to backtrack just a, a moment when we talked about that idea, not just because like brain and when thoughts come, you're like, I need to catch on to this one. I like it. <laughs> Take it, girl. Thank you. Get um, that tiger by the tail. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Roar. Um, so there, when you guys talked Roar. about the fact that, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, that there was this uh, generation of really smart people and they knew that they were going to die. Right. And so they thought, how can I progress on from this? Um, it, it reminded me of um, this podcast that I was listening to that talked about astronauts. And when astronauts, before they went into space, they felt so driven by their own goals, right? Like, I need to do this. I need to do this. Right. After they went into space, they came back and they said that there is a very large population of people who have been in space who come back and say, what can I do for the greater good? What can I do for humankind and humanity at large and it just makes me wonder if that's an evolved kind of thinking that they had to get to the big picture in order to see some kind of profound perspective and so somehow these people in in this previous lifetime have gotten that profound perspective and it makes me wonder you know it's it's between the two yeah yeah it's mind-blowing so I, I i wonder if um jamie or chris did either of you mark things to read because it's so mm. meaty it's i really liked page uh 431 oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want me to do that one i didn't mark no. things to read but there is an abundance <laughs> of things to continue uh well 20 percent of the book i know because i read it on kendall 20 percent mm-hmm. of the book is footnotes and, um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of images research. too, and this, yeah. this in the paper books. Well, well, what what I'm trying to say is, I'm, I think it's important when you're thinking about this book to. to <laughs> It's so meaty. It's like you're reading well, this really fascinating little encyclopedia. So he, he goes uh, all around South. The first like section, he's going all around South America and basically looking at really practical things like the way these stones are all built up at these angles 
are kind of impossible by human standards. Yeah, there's cities so. that are buried in, in the Amazon that were probably advanced at some point. They could have gotten yeah. that way by way of the information that they got from some of these um, people that are left over from the lost advanced civilization. Right. They were able to navigate the oceans and get to... In fact, there's DNA from the Decinovans, which... You know, it was another discussion, and that wasn't so heavy in that book because the Decinovans weren't even discovered yet, or De- Denisovans, whatever it's properly pronounced. I don't the, think anybody's going to challenge you. Those are hominids. <laughs> those are hominids. Know. People know about <laughs> Neanderthals <laughs> and us, and, uh-huh. and they were around also. We've discovered them just in the last, since the 2000s. I mean, after the year 2000, they were discovered. Yeah, we don't know shit. No. So they likely were involved in being the, the, you know, the hominids that were the advanced mm-hmm. civilization, mm-hmm. and they... We're probably able to traverse the oceans well before we ever thought yeah. that and navigate stuff and yeah. come up with a lot of good stuff. And uh, they, there's DNA markers of, of them in South America, but not in North America. So it's, it's just, Dude. you know, if, yeah. if they didn't take a ship there, it doesn't make that much sense. But the fact they took a ship there does not make sense to traditional historical thinking where we mm-hmm. weren't able to do that yet. Right. So, yeah, because so, so all those dudes are more concerned about being right that, that's that's one of the issues that, that, that gets discussed a lot, especially if you listen to those Joe Rogan um, uh, interviews with Graham and some of these other guys. They, they have all this evidence. They've done all this work, and they're presenting it as you know, openly and honestly as possible. To at least yep. go, hey, this doesn't right. line that's, up. That's science. When new information comes around, you evaluate yeah. it, and then you then you like you roll with where the facts lead you. Yeah, and yeah. that's how science works. But Absolutely. there is an ego thing. There is a human factor involved. People yeah, have yeah, come yeah. up with, you know, the idea of how things are supposed to be, and they work like that their entire life. The idea of changing mm-hmm. your mind yeah. is very difficult for a lot of people, no matter oh, how yeah. how sterile you're supposed to be. Right. Uh, so that is a thing. In fact, I wanted to have uh, people remember Q. She's very cool and been very helpful in our, in our yes, movement and yes, cannabis, yes. and uh, she actually has a store down in Detroit. And yeah. her, her husband, Richard, is very interested in this topic, and I asked oh, him to come really? on, but he's on his way back from Germany right now. Wow. But what he told me is that he'd like to have the discussion, but his main issue is just this, that the, uh, that the uh, you know, traditional historians are not... Oh, he was the one that commented on Facebook, yeah, right? Yeah, yep, at least yep, being yep, open yep. to all this stuff. And that's, that's really exactly like the evidence is all over the place. Right. You know, but... Uh, well, it's a hard yeah. thing you know, to feel he's, like he's concerned. everything you've worked for is wrong. It, well, it, no, is, it is working, yeah. though. It is, it is getting there. Now, like in, yeah. the, in the beginning, like the early 90s, goes back to the Dr. Shock, you know, d- demonstrating that the erosion, you know, around the Sphinx, you know, was likely not from within the last 5,000 years, you know. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, and it's been difficult, but there's been more and more people who have come, you know, it's been sitting there to examine, and as people get used to it and kind of check it out and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. let it soak in a little bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's been more and more kind of mainstream scientists that have come on board and, and backed them up. There was a National Geographic special that was based on it, and, uh, like, the, 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 uh, the gun guy, the NRA. The gun guy? Charlton Heston was, like, the, was the host of it. You know, oh, like really? A, like this special. Oh, wow. the and, it, and that's what it was about. The gun guy. <laughs> the yeah. gun guy. I don't <laughs> and, think uh, of him as the gun right, guy. Yeah. So something um, that I remember this probably, I don't know. It, it must have been over 10 years ago. I was in this little church Bible study group. And I remember really like happily bringing up, me and this one other girl were like, yeah, every everybody has a flood story. You yeah. know, just like. And I can imagine how, let's let's say, when was the flood in um, the Philippines? Was it the Philippines? 
was it 2012 when that huge oh flood? man do you yeah. remember what There's i'm talking many about? people died it was yeah. um jakarta right the typhoon yeah, yeah. and literally like 300,000 yeah. people just went away so imagine you're a little kid and you're standing there one day and then everybody's yeah. taken away by water. what you just oh, described man. is like minimal compared to what happened according to the yeah. descriptions yeah. Yeah. and that so what was i'm like, saying what right. i'm saying is if you're think about if you're in that situation yeah and suddenly and, and there's not other knowledge in the world you're just yeah. a little kid then here's what you know you go a life of pie you well also you that's your reality your yeah. reality is one day there was this yeah and then a huge wave came and everyone died and except everything started over people or whatever, except three or four people yeah. yeah and if you didn't right. know what was that one? Oh, 2014? No, that doesn't seem right. Great flood. Was that the one in... There's been a few. I don't know what you're it was, talking about. It, it, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Not America. Not America. No, it was, it was a typhoon in like typhoon. the Far East. It was yeah. Indonesia. Yeah. Indonesia. Jakarta, Indonesia. Yes, tsunami. Tsunami. And so, I'm, so I think about that with Noah's Ark, and it would be like, what if there was a couple of meteorologists who knew that that tsunami was coming yeah. and they um they went off on a hill somewhere and got up high and got safe and they were the only people left and a couple of kids that didn't drown and that was it that's your starting over civilization but that's on starting over. yeah and but that's but it's that times ten thousand. yeah and and one of his one of his um uh, i don't even know how to begin to describe he's talking about what we know about how much the earth moves in a year, right? And, yeah. and how much continents and things like move in a year, like where the North Pole and South Pole actually are is not where they used to be. And it used to seem to move a well, little. Well, there's magnetic North and there's true North. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And there, and, yep. Yeah. And so he talks about like, it, there's some kind of analogy he uses of like, if you're, if you're like a giant, yeah. And you grab one of the Earth's axes and you just slowly start turning it. What it would do, do you know what I mean? If the Earth is just tiny bit by tiny bit moving in a different relationship to the sun and in a different wobbly rotation, yeah. <clears throat> that's what's going to happen. Yeah, there's the, a wobble. Things that's are going to melt. That, yeah. Things are going to melt. Things are going to catch on fire. Things mm-hmm. are going to burn up. People are going to die. And like... but. Th- yeah, that, that could happen, but the uh, the conditions that caused this were <coughs> either a, a meteor, a huge one that came in and slammed into the ice caps, or solar flares that busted them open, or a combination of the two. What are you talking about? Right. When the right. cataclysm busted out, when the reason for the catac- well, cataclysm... Well, okay, so let's, let's, let's define... Cause the last I, ice age, I right? feel like... Well, or, I f- or is that after the cataclysm? Well, here, here's what I think is interesting, is I don't think anybody in a, just a regular conversation would say, like, oh, yeah, there's not an ice age. I mean, they, maybe they would 100 years ago, but I think, like, everybody thinks there was an ice age, right? Yeah. And just kind of believes it and thinks. But that's a relatively new belief that mm-hmm. there was an ice age and the idea of like <laughs> are you guys game of thrones people yeah you are of course so <laughs> and they would always say like winter's coming and it will be like 37 years long yeah you know everybody just kind of gets ready and you like, get used to the story of you know get ready there's going to be winter get ready winter's even coming. when you're a child before you can even yes yes and you know it's coming and the thing is is the idea in all of these mythologies and all of these ancient histories, there's like 
And then the sky went dark, and winter came, and it was dark forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like super, super so the, dramatic. Yeah. The, the Atlantis one, because we we talked, you talked about Noah's Ark. There's also Gilgamesh, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, Atlantis. Yeah. The Atlantis one is particularly pretty cool. Um, so that's you you get that from reading Plato. And, and so Plato, why do you think it's pretty cool? Because Plato describes <laughs> getting getting the information from a, a relative who was a lawmaker, you know, before him, this uh, Solus or Sol- yeah, Solon, right. maybe. And, um, we'll call him Mr. S. And, and he visited Egypt and spoke to some people there, spoke to a priest who told him about how Atlantis was, you know, uh, flooded out, you know, in this, yeah. in this great event and, you know, it was completely eliminated and that type of thing. And the the interesting thing about it is, I mean, some people thought that maybe it's like that that's a representation of the same story, you know, but it just uses Atlantis as the story. Uh-huh. But there but there was Atlantis. It shows up on one of these old maps. It kinda, it's kind of like um, knowing, likely knowing where it is, too, because there's a city in the Sahara that uh, meets the description in terms of how it was carved out in these particular wow. circular patterns okay. and all this kind of stuff. But, oh, but so you're telling me Aquaman actually has some water. Maybe. Oh. But, but that's actually the city of Atlantis now is no longer <laughs> underwater. It's buried under sand. Yeah. But, uh, that's what uh, they did in the movie. But the, but the cool thing is that the time frame that they discuss in that story is that Plato revealed in you know his writing yeah. is the same time at the end of the last ice age where this happened, you know, about 11,700 years ago or so. It's incredible. Right. Yep. Yeah, so a big middle chunk of the book, I felt like it was a lot, but maybe it's just because I thought about it so much, was about all the different flood mythologies. And he gives, do you guys know where that lands? I mean, basically he he spends a lot of time talking about here's where the flood happens in in this story. Here's where the flood happens in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Here's where the flood would have happened here. And and the different ways that it's described – but basically, in every flood mythology story. story, it's like yeah. somebody knew a flood was coming. Yeah. Other people didn't believe it was coming. The this person was was encouraged to get a bunch of people and animals together and either float somewhere or fly somewhere or something and wow. and save yeah. humanity. So yeah. In addition yeah. to the to the to the huge cataclysmic blast that we're talking about, there were these other continuous things that were going on mm-hmm. as well that were just, I mean, this lasted so for what do you mean, continuous a, a long time. There were some of these things called like these ice dams where the, uh, where the tops of the glaciers would get like liquid enough and like heavy enough and stuff like that, that they would come rushing out Whoa. and it would, you know, kind of bust through like the thin ice wall that was there. Yeah. And that distance of falling of water and that amount of water was like tremendous in impact. I mean, it's nothing like the thing that gets described about after getting by a meteor or the solar blast. Mm-hmm. Like that. But mm-hmm. those things were happening as, you know, as all this was, was going wow. down. So imagine they're, they're intermittently dealing with that kind of shit too, even after like a getting blasted, you know? <laughs> oh so, and yeah. if, the, and if the solar yeah. flare thing did happen, that's not in this book. Cause I, I don't, I'm not sure if Graham Hancock really adheres to that theory or, or that hypothesis or not. But Dr. Shaka um, describes like vast areas being pummeled with lightning over and over again for long periods of time. That's kind of how it would mm. manifest itself. Here. Oh wow! Which sounds so. like you know revelations. Yes, and, and you he know, said that like yeah. you get these weird like revelations, these weird like figures in the sky <laughs> that just naturally occur because of the shape of the, how the you know lightning hits and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and they could look like stick figures and all types of shit that if somebody was was watching them could. You know, develop all you know types yeah, of ideas. Yeah, an entire and thing. So uh, I'm tr- I want to 
Were there any big specific examples? Like I'm thinking about, so just the fir- the name of the map that he starts with is called the... Perry Reese. Perry Reese. Yeah. And the the tip off there is that there's shit on there that's now underwater. Like there's there's the road to Bimini, um, which is around the Bahamas. There is uh, um, there's this island off the coast of England, and the Antarctica thing. You know, without ice and all that. But there's a corner of this map. The rest of it. But he said he he got it from several previous source maps and there were some of these things floating around for a while they were in mm-hmm. alexandria at the library that they were mm-hmm. they they existed and people got a hold of them and you know and created this stuff but yeah you know. so another thing that he talks about a lot <clears throat> kind of in the early in the book was vera Kocha and how mm-hmm. yeah um it and, seems like vera Kocha might have been white or yeah, like these are the these are the dudes that were left over, and they're trying to and they're trying to talk rebuild. to the hunter gatherers yeah. and, and yeah. impart the technology, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that matches up too. That's so strange. I mean, so isn't does it? you know? So the, yeah, it's so strange. And these guys are like, "Get out and of man, here, bro!" And those and those <laughs> leave it. Let us live. And think about that. Think about this like super wise white man. <laughs> Coming and you're like he's, they're like you're doing it all wrong. They're all mansplaining it. <laughs> it's obvi- like, it's obviously the, the middle-aged white man shows up to save the day. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. <laughs> not not enough of those guys out there. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, thank you. Well. But it is pretty. It's pretty fucking crazy that in the Incas, yeah. uh, tablets or note, however they left information for us, they describe him as like it wasn't it like kind of white skin with red hair and a red beard and he had a rub and he cruises and then over in uh, Mexico what is now Mexico um, he shows up at the with the Aztecs I'm like well it starts off with the Oltecs which was the first one and then the the Mayans and the Aztecs come thereafter oh yeah 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 so Olmecs Aztecs and then so yeah so he shows like same Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's described the same yeah. way as Viracocha. That's, That's on the other side mind. of the world, you know. Whoa. So I mean, just think about yeah. that. The same stories are showing yeah. up all mm-hmm. over the world, and and there's yeah. like in so those in those hieroglyphics with other dudes on a boat in robes, and also brings all this knowledge, just like the Viracocha story. Yeah. And, and, and the next thing you know, they've got pyramids. I mean, it's just like... Yeah, I mean, py- come on, do, do human fuck? beings just naturally just like, hey, I'm gonna, we're going to create a pyramid. And these <laughs> things... And, and, you know, what we didn't talk about before, in, in Egypt, there were for, there were pyramids made under the Egyptians during different dynasties, or different, uh, whatever the term is for their the eras there. Um, but they were not as engineerly sound as the original pyramids. Right. They, they, didn't, they didn't have it down. Because they could only learn... And so those much. original pyramids did have the... I read it the opposite way. I read it that the the big guy with the limestone that was taken from around the thing, the big, the big guy was old and the, the stuff on top, right? Or are you talking about You're breaking up. Yeah, time? yeah. Are you moving around? Are you drinking? No. <laughs> Where's I'm the not. clinking ice cube? <laughs> no, what, I, what I said was the... Uh, the 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 pyramids that came after the ones that were like the big the big pyramid and and uh, you know in the Giza area, yeah. they were yeah, not as okay. structurally sound thereafter. They they didn't have the they didn't those those weren't as uh, durable right yeah. as the original right. ones. Can't exactly take it apart and put it back together yep. to find out how. <laughs> the first 
the big guy, um, what like I the limestone for the big guy, the bottom part of the the big pyramid, that limestone was taken from around the Sphinx when they were carving out the Sphinx, and then it looks like the rest of the big pyramid was was finished with different material and probably different people. But I thought I also read. Maybe I'm confused. It's so hard. There's so much information. There's in so this much book, information. But, um, well, here's anyway. here's a thought. Here's a thought. The one thing I think we need to open our minds about is um, the size of the builder creatures. So Ooh. we always go, oh, with humans our size and our strength, right now with our capabilities, it would You're take right. this long to build that pyramid and. Of course, everyone that ever came before us was exactly like us, same size. but just not as smart. You no, know? of course. And I'm like, why do we 100% assume? <gasps> yeah, no, because bigger, right? Bigger, also, bigger right. would mean that there's more room for a larger brain and, and more manpower. There's so much like, more brain in there. Oh, my God. Or even just it didn't take that long to build these BMG. structures. Not right? I oh, think that man. is a possibility. That's incredible. I love that idea. And you're right. Yeah. It's such an egocentric idea to say, oh, of course, people who came before would have, have to have been our same size. They, or they were or our same size, were. but dumber. Yes, like or they, we were they were actually shorter or they because were sh- we're yeah. progressed yeah. and yeah. now we have nutrition and we're tall. But their whole, yeah. like, yeah. research all basically follows that time moves in this linear fashion. Humans as we are now are at one end of the line, and humans as we were previously are at the other end. And yeah. they were, yeah, it's just Oof. so insane when you think about it. Like, of why would why would any organism move in a straight line when there's no evidence that any organism really does that? Uh, it's constantly changing. Oh constantly. yeah, constantly, it's constantly adapting. So on the on the on yeah. Like- on the on the hieroglyphics and on the symbolism and stuff like that around the world, there is this recurring like bag. Usually, some 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 guys like got this bag. Yeah. With them, and it's you know you see that in the Amazon and in in, uh, or in Asia. In so is the bag Egypt. around anything? Do we know what's in the bag? Well, people what's suppose things, and it could maybe it's you know probably probably some cannabis and some uh, exactly. mushrooms. That's right. Yeah. Some stuff. Maybe to a book. Gotta have something to there read. is there is. Uh, in, especially in the Amazon stories, it talks about how the people, how they, it was these gods or these people that showed up to introduce them to the ayahuasca <laughs> and stuff like that. Huh? <laughs> well, so, yeah, you, you've got to open mean, your minds. We can only tell you so much. Now you well, need this to help you yeah, figure some well, shit out. Right. And, and here's Calm the f down. Yeah. Here's almost another year anniversary, Chris. I'm coming up on my boof anniversary. On my boof anniversary, and that was what I talked about. Remember, was this immediate awareness of the vastness of history in the universe, this immediate. And, and then what I think, what I was thinking about as I started reading this is because if you open your mind to this and you start thinking about it and following it, it's so big that it can be terrifying. You know, it can be just like, it's too awe inspiring to think about millennia of entire civilizations just wiped out cycle after cycle after cycle yes however in other parts of the world that's probably just like oh yeah of course that's how it happens we've been reincarnated a thousand times yeah of course Mm -hmm. i lived ten thousand years ago yeah i was a i was a tribal queen and this is what we've been raised to always know that it's you know you'll we're just living our one little life yeah and i think it's hard to learn about because then what do you do with that how do you just Mm -hmm. like keep your brain on your 
homework or whatever. It's one of those things that we grew up and in school we're taught about how superior humans are to everything else. So then to read a book where you're then told, no, actually, you're not superior. We're we're just, we came here by accident. I mean, there was a meteor that that knocked down the dinosaurs and the little mammals that were like shrew-like things Mm -hmm. that were running 65 million years ago were then able to evolve. That's what we eventually came out of. Had that meteor not hit, then who knows what would have happened. We might might not have been uh, humans here. And the idea that, oh, all the history you know instead of thinking of that as a concrete thing understand that we get new knowledge and that can change and and Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. isn't always what you thought it would be but it's that idea that we get so ingrained in we that idea. We think that we're, we're, we're special and we're supposed yeah. to be here for some type of purpose or something Exactly, like that. that purpose feeling. But, but if that, you know, and some people really believe that and want to believe that, and that's, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But without any of that, the yeah. what you're just discussing, the vastness of things, you know, geological, 10,000 years in geological times, nothing. And yet, yeah. you know, how many generations and lifetimes and things of our perspective oh, is yeah. that yeah. astronomical numbers are astronomical. Oh, whoa. They yeah. are. <laughs> you, can, you guys can write that down wow. if you want. I just, I just yeah. came up with that. Astronomical numbers are... Um, so you I'm can't, you can't really... Our brains can't conceive of these long periods of time, these long, vast distances in space. Yeah. But that is mind-blowing. The fact that we end up here able to think about thinking is cool yes. enough for me. I don't, I don't, I really don't need much else or to, or to consider... Just to See, that's about the line yeah. I would yeah. write down. To think about thinking is cool enough for me. Me too, yeah. me like, too. That's a good line. Me too, me too. And it's because it's... It's... I don't, I don't know. I guess once your mind opens to that understanding of millions of years, you know? Like, I think about how quick yeah. this year went. Yeah. One like the blink of an eye, you know, and just there's been millions of those. (laughs) And just like, Lord, millions, millions of civilizations, millions of buildings. Here we are and we're going to space and we're... You're going to space? Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) You'll come back being all deep and stuff. We could be having that conversation. That's true. it's so true, and oh my god, you guys, let's totally go to space. Yeah, yeah. Are you like free on Thursday? What about Thursday? I don't know if I can fit it in this year, but oh, okay, all right. In January. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. So, oh my yeah, goodness, I mean, the moon in January would be great. <laughs> just like start off. Happy New Year. Yeah, I know. It's too cold. It's too cold in Michigan. We'll go to the moon. Exactly. We'll go to the moon. I mean, if you're going to be cold, be on the moon, right? Yeah, for sure. Go to the space station. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Yeah, it it does have a question. Well, I mean, I I, I do think the book does a great job of, of, in the subtext, of saying, you know, there's so much arrogance. And probably every generation of of civilization has had that same level of arrogance. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, we've, we've really got shit figured out We've now. got it for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know the other generation didn't, but we, we got we, this, you guys. You know, they thought they yeah. had big egos, but ours is the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> like, ever, ever, you know? <laughs> like, we built shit like the Great Wall of China. Yeah. That was, like, our generation. Oh, yeah. Right? right? And then there were, like, computers. How could we go from a wall to computers, right? Yeah. God. Oh, we're great. <laughs> well, you know, the problem with all the technology, actually, that we're using today 
is without an electrical grid and in terms of like someone stumbling upon what remains of us after the ice age or no right. fire that's coming in 2030 yeah um, yeah so i mean people are gonna look at these devices all over the place and have no fucking idea right and we're, like think about the programming books that will have to be left behind like there will have to be a programmer a crew of programmers left behind yeah. right. who can train, uh, you know, like, like that's the kind of thinking. It's like, is that really going to happen? So, or is it just going to be so wiped out and a few people? Yeah, it's like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. That's, I think that's why people like those post-apocalyptic um, movies, you know, where like suddenly there's a huge outbreak, then, you know, there's like six people left on How a plane. How does it really look? Yeah. Yeah. How does it What's it really gonna look like the day that that right. happens? And I'm standing there, and I have yeah, to have yeah. Like, What's what am that? I actually gonna fucking have to do? Hold on a second, yeah. Todd. Todd's chiming in. Yeah, so I'd like to say a little thing. Um, <laughs> okay. There's a couple of movies actually that. Um, yeah. Actually, one movie back in this '69, um, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, of course. Was yeah. based off of a book. Uh, I am Legend. Uh huh. Which, oh, I Am Legend was... Yeah, vampires, but he... Uh, I'm, I'm saying turn yourself down a notch. Just a notch. Okay. You project and, more. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> it was Finger based on... Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, you know, uh, the Vietnam War. But they used the, oh, uh, wow. the basis of the book of I Am Legend to, uh, to write Night of the Living Dead. Oh, weird. Wow. So part of the discussion that Graham has along these, these lines... Yeah. Is that the the most vulnerable in a cataclysmic event is the most advanced civilization? So, and that's why the hunter gatherers were still hanging out, and they're probably and there's hunter gatherers on this world today. And if there we did have a cataclysmic event, they'd probably be the ones that continue to know how to survive. Yeah, because they're hardy, and of course, then they don't have the knowledge because they were all like, "Well, plus, as long as well, then I would survive, and I'd go down and tell them what's going on, and be a god, and all that kind of stuff." Like these guys, put your laptop in a baggie and leave your. I got the blueprint from these guys. What? It's literally the meek shall inherit the earth. Yeah. I don't know why. Literally. Literally. (laughs) And I deal with the most inane human situations and emotions. (laughs) Um. (laughs) We figured it out. It's perfect, but it just doesn't face the right direction, you know? We really wanted an east-face living room. True north. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so I I immediately thought of, like, homeless, the homeless people. Like, nobody, if if we are literally just visiting, like, our entire money order, all that shit is totally pointless. Nobody should be homeless. We should all be able to live on this planet and... All of that stuff, like all of that, definitely, obviously, Bernie. came home again <laughs> for me. Bernie, right? It all came home for me again. But I also thought, well, you know, it's the it's all the, the homeless people living at high altitudes are probably going to survive. For sure, for sure, they know how to do it. Yeah, they're so like, there's no reason to feel know. sorry for them. Like somebody <laughs> says, somebody says, didn't you guys hear? It's the end of the world, and they're like. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't notice. Does that mean you're I mean, I know it got a little chillier, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Can I have it's... your address? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're going to know how to pick, like, food, like, the whole thing. I mean, yeah. that, those are our tribal survivors of, like, 
white people in my mind. The, the poor, poor, the poorest people today. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Is somebody calling? Somebody's pissed. Hello? Hold on a second, Chris. Hang on, Chris. Get a call. Want to take it? Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Hello? Yeah, hold on. Who is Hello? it? You can have them both on there, right? Yeah. Who is it? Hello? They hung up. No! Is Chris still on we there, wanted though? We to be yes, your Chris friend. Okay. Chris, did you hear that somebody else was trying to call in? I wrote you a poem. The protocol didn't go into effect until after the, no. the ringing was over. Is she there? Oh, no. <laughs> I can't hear her. Broken. Where is she? Do, are, are, do breaks, are breaks a part of this show? It could be. It's a very nice show, by the way. That's quite beautiful. Um, you, I'm just saying, if we pro. took a break, I, hey, I have an idea of what we could possibly be doing. We can take a break, and um, I'll tell you before the break a little cannabis news. Yeah. And we'll get Chris back, and we'll take a break, is that um, I'm going to be helping MCIA. Well, the MICIA. Hey. The Michigan, Michigan Cannabis, cannabis Industry, Industry Association. Association. Yeah. Excellent. Membership. Whoa. Yeah. So how are you going to be helping? What you doing? I'm going to be like signing up memberships. That's awesome. <laughs> That's, that is awesome. Yeah, Aww. yeah. Hey, Chris, is that Yay. you back? Oh, okay, cool. Hey, girl. Somebody hey. was trying to um, Skype in on another line or something or however that works. And we're going to take a quick break, like a fiver. Hey, can you play that um, Mysterious Universe song while we take our break? Because I don't know how long it is, but. It's about this long. It's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break, so just hang tight. Don't be afraid. Okay. We'll be back. Okay, we'll it's be four right minutes back. and 27 seconds. Okay, okay, we'll do That's real quick break. Close. Okay, you can play it again if it goes off. Real quick. Okay.
Welcome back. Reeds and Weeds. We're talking about fingerprints of the gods. Um, Graham Hancock. We're here with uh, Shannon. Hey. Uh, Hugger Chick at Hugger Chick <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> and Todd. Tattoo show name. What is it? Uh, tattoo Music Lounge. Tad it. Tattoo Music Lounge and Jamie Lowell from Jazz Cabbage Cafe and Shelly Smith. Yay. Yay. This is our basically our year mark for the show. And um, Chris is there. Um, at, at vodka. <laughs> at, at vodka. <laughs> Hashtag vodka. <laughs> Hashtag uh, mother of two. Hashtag real estate. <laughs> oh, no. Just when you're doing hashtag vodka. Just when you're doing hashtag vodka. There's other... That's just the way that goes. <laughs> okay. All okay. Right. Well, see, we could do other... We could do hashtag dancer, <laughs> hashtag poet. <laughs> that's better. Here okay, that's okay. Better. I was just... That's not all hashtag you love. are. Hashtag lover. Hashtag <laughs> lover. Mm-hmm. Hashtag lover. Hashtag coffee drinker. Hashtag dog owner. Okay, so we're back. And um, I wanted to see if we could find... Oh, I wish I'd been better about taking specific notes. But I wanted to find some of the examples of, like, when he takes events that we know about and then he puts them... He finds, like, a mythological... uh, Like, okay, okay, okay. Um... So, memories of a terrible flood resulting from divine displeasure are also preserved in Popolva. According to this archaic text, the Greek god decided to create humanity soon after the beginning of time. It was an experiment, and he began it with figures made of wood. You people are fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> the, these creatures fell out of favor because they did not remember their creator. And, so, and then here's where the quote starts. And so a flood was brought about by heart of heaven a great flood was formed which fell on the heads of the wooden creatures a heavy resin fell from the sky the face of the earth was darkened and a black rain began to fall by day and by night the wooden figures were annihilated destroyed broken up and killed right so when you think about it it sounds like such an ancient mythological thing that's happening but if you were in the towers on 9-11 yeah. You know, winged creatures came out of the sky and killed 5,000 people. You know, like that yeah. that was your reality. Like that is what happened. And if someone were to tell that story, it would be like we were there. Then suddenly everything was destroyed and yeah. thousands of people died. Like that's just it just happened like that. And uh, and so he has another one of those kind of winged creatures like the the uh, the the serpent the with feathers feathered serpent is the recurring. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. More Game of Thrones. Yeah. Am I right? Get it. Well, you can imagine what people thought. Right? You know, if uh, all of a sudden this just comes out of nowhere, they think it's like being done for some reason. You know. So yeah. Was, you know. Just... Well, you have to justify it in your brain somehow. Like that's sure. people and the well, way that our brains work. We need patterns, and if we can't mm-hmm. find the pattern, we make the pattern. And so you can't understand the world. You make mythology for it. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's bigger, and it's bigger than us. I mean, it's just falling out of the sky. I mean, right. it's just freezing over. It's totally out of our control. Uh-huh. And one of the things I love that, that, oh, my God, I just, it really is just incredible, is the stars. All of this time, 
four people were staring at their phones and fighting with each other so much because we're such a big world now with so many people. Yeah. I mean, that, they were all in their tribal areas for the most part. They were fighting with each other some, obviously, and there was some slaughter and some wars. But all of them were hanging out staring at the stars what else it like occurred to him like of course no there was nothing else to do you're well, literally of course, going the, to watch yeah weather and you're going to watch the sun and moon because there's yeah. they're the obvious things that are bigger i also like to think that, that, are, that this deeper generation was like we could have invented phones but we saw the problems with that so we didn't yeah the, there's one of the right. discussions on oh. the joe in the joe rogan podcast where uh where they have the skeptics on, and and Graham is saying stuff like maybe they chose not to really use well, metals yeah. that much. Maybe I'm they, thinking, maybe they like, chose yeah. not to do a bunch right. of shit. They felt or maybe was, you they know. advanced past it. Like maybe the phone hey, you know, era of a civilization shit. is only ninety percent in. You know what I mean? Oh. Maybe maybe the advanced civilization are like remember phones. You know yes. what? Yeah. Teach their children. Oh, yeah, those yeah. were fifty thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah. fifty thousand so, years those ago. I could also see them being like, we've projected the outcome of this path, and we can see the danger and destruction that comes from people not being personable anymore. <laughs> so we're going to take that out of the yeah. picture. Or our br- well, maybe their yeah. their phones were their pyramids. Their phones were like their that was their most advanced. Like it represented everything. Hey, girl, I got you. I left a message aligned. on the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, one yes. thing we didn't talk about yet uh, mm. concerning the pyramids—that's that, an extra level of interest and mystery. There are things, you know, besides the fact that uh, things we've brought up, the math that's involved. If you take it and break it down in certain numbers, like it's the base, and divide it by—I think it's forty-three thousand yeah, two hundred—and and and. and uh, and you get like uh, you can determine like the su- the 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 distance and the mass of the Earth. You know, like there's some things in there yeah. that, you know, if it's not just coincidence, which you would think that all the other things it lines up perfectly with with you know true directions and yeah. you know matches up with you know the sky and all that kind of stuff. You'd think that everything is kind of probably purposeful. Yeah. And so those things that were discovered, you know, probably have probably more than a coincidence. We don't know yes. for sure yet, but probably probably is because you have a whole list of things now mm-hmm. that kind of come together. But still that need, idea that we more. can only save but so much, these are the things we want to save. Sure, this they're saying the, that we're letting you know that this is, yeah. Yeah, you know, these are We had this things. shit down, you know, we were here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but there are these... Really advanced math. So there's this <laughs> there's this area called the King's Chambers in the in the Great Pyramid. And, a, and it's like above it, it's constructed around these pieces of granite. And... The pieces of granite are about, they, they average about 70 tons a piece. And they're about right. 350 feet up mm-hmm. in the air. And they came from 500 miles away. Wow. Right. Right. So you take, 500 you know. 500 miles away. Yeah, you, you would think yeah. that it takes a little bit more than like, hey, let's just get a bunch of people together yeah, exactly. to make this thing. Uh, manpower. And, and here's something else to think about. You know, they used rope <laughs> to, uh, to get those... Uh, uh, pieces, um, uh, pieces of uh, brick to build a pyramid, but it. with the rope that we have these days, it it rips because it was hemp. They had yeah, hemp, man, so it yeah. And then you know, and then the uh, and then the tools that they use, the cranes that they build. There's evidence of high speed drills at at at, at Gobekli Tepe. I know. And it's like fourteen thousand years yes. ago. Yeah, dude, that's incredible. Yeah. So listen to this. Um, in the, uh, wait, oh shoot, did I go back? The hammer and the pendulum. 
uh, he, where he kind of outlines in the ha- Hammer and the Pendulum chapter, he's talking about just like the strange uh, shifting of the earth, right? Not only like the, sh- the direction of it, but like the continental plate tectonics type Magnetic stuff. Magnetic fields reverse. Yes. They, well, like, like as the earth is turning, shifting slightly, then it's causing a, like where this... Oh, is it We're the wobble, just, you mean? The- yeah. Well, okay, like, uh, well, I'll, I'll read a, the part from it that I wanted to. Yeah, I'll quit what, confusing people. Well, I what's, what's, <laughs> what, what blows my mind about this chapter is just that awareness that, like, we're this race of people living on this ball <laughs> hurling through space. And, of course, of course there's hurricanes and... Like, it's a wild place we live on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the weather, yeah. like, the sky is screaming out at us. And, like, just and it's because we call it... the years, yeah. Yeah, but just th- think about... We, what we say is, like, there's hurricanes, there's tornadoes, but it's very alarming. People feel scared. They feel like they were attacked. There's an earthquake, right? Yeah. We say it that way. Other civilizations say, like the thunder gods ravaged yeah. and it means the right. exact same totally. thing mm-hmm. it, we just call it tornado and that the, to them exactly. it was like but it's the still like we say tornado they say tornado, they say tornado. <laughs> <laughs> let's call the whole thing <laughs> up. thank you because i wanted to Boom. do it but it was better coming from you okay so here's what it is the north pole moved 10 feet in the direction of greenland along the meridian 45 degrees west longitude during the period of 1900 to 1960 a rate of six centimeters, about two and a half inches a year. Between a year. A, a yeah. year. Between 1900 and 1968, yeah. however, the pole moved about 20 feet. <laughs> I know. Wow. The pole, therefore, moved 10 feet between 1960 and 1968, a rate of about 10 centimeters a year. If both these observations were accurate when made, as we have every right to expect in view of the imminence of the scientists involved, then we have evidence that the lithosphere may be in motion at the present time. Whoa, yes. What? The oh lithosphere, my God. dude. The lithosphere, the lithosphere. dude. Yes. I'm telling you, this <laughs> shit is moving around. So yes. this is like the outer layer of the earth just kind of like like is moving around the the, the inner ball of, of, of the do? planet. Which Why is just incredible. Yeah. Right. It's an incredible idea. Right. So Einstein discussed that too. Yeah. So, so. I blew that blew oh, Einstein. Fucking Einstein was all involved in the plate tectonic controversy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It makes total sense. Yeah, it's kind of... Of course, the whole thing is moving. We're moving. I mean, the crazy, crazy thing is, and there is a movie that did this too, Todd. Maybe you remember what it was, but that crazy movie where the poles shift, like, overnight, and fucking oh, Dennis Quaid has to hike across the country to find his kids. Oh, something. yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. He goes yeah. to New York City and finds yeah. him uh, in a library burning yeah. uh, old yes. books to stay yes. alive. Yeah. yeah, I totally remember that. What was that called? Mm. 28 Days. I wonder why nobody else thought about doing the shit that they 20. did, but, you know, good yeah, for them. Yeah. yeah. The day after tomorrow. The day after tomorrow. Yep. Boom. Yeah. yeah. That was scary. So, I, mean, the, that could, I mean, and if you go by the procession, theory which there's evidence around the procession theory that when we because of the wobble of procession right. at the end of that full cycle of procession happens to be or the beginning or however you want to look at it at some specific moment 
that's when these these catastrophes, it's one measure of how the catastrophes in the ice ages have gone down. It's one measure. Whether mm -hmm. they're linked or not, I don't know. But it's a way to measure over vast periods of time. And so if you go off of that, then we are due. We are definitely due. Um, we're, I, did we just move through a whole procession? Because I think we came out of a Pisces and went into Aquarius, right? Like a few years ago. Oh, girl. Like I don't know. I, I can't. Well, yeah. you know, no, something, so, something like that. And, and, and yeah, and at the time of the, of the Sphinx, it was the Leo thing. And so that's why it was appropriate right. that that would yeah. match so, up with that. So, yep. I'll, so we, interesting we, observations we, I'm here. pretty sure if I, I meant to look this up and research it, I, I just got so hooked on procession. I spent like a night researching procession hmm. and watching videos on YouTube. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so... So you were inspired I mean, to go learn more about stuff because oh, of this. Yeah. There's a lot of cool it's shit here. It's the math. It's the math. I'm like, I, I, you can't yeah. argue with calculations. I mean, and it just fascinates me that, of course, that's the way. And in Revelation 2, numbers are all over the place, and they repeat themselves, and uh -huh. they're very specific. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and he talks about that, too, in the book. But, I mean... I'm pretty sure we just moved out of Pisces and into, we, we completed a full procession. And then it, I think it happened somewhere around the same time, maybe the same year, I don't remember, because my life is fucking ridiculously crazy and mm -hmm, busy. Mm -hmm. But um, it was like the 2012 Mayan calendar prediction was right around in that same time, which would make sense because of they were also using the Earth's procession. Yeah. But there was another calculation that Graham talked about right at the end there where he said, really, if you're using, I think he said, if you're using that calculation, we're looking at 2030. Wow. Or, yeah, yeah. That's great news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> Terrific. So hold on a second. I wanted. Well, well, there was the there was the Mayan calendar that there was like 2012 or something. It was yeah. already supposed to have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2012, December 23rd. I mean, there's different conditions taking place at different times. You can't. Yeah. You can't pre. You know. I know. No, because then you'd have to assume however, that people stayed the same however, as they did. Yeah. It, it, I mean, at least in in North America, um, we've had a lot of fire. There's a lot of fire. Mm-hmm. Going yeah, on. and that's that's because like the lithosphere is moving. <laughs> there was a flood. There was an ice age. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's true. These oh, things happen, and and right. uh, we haven't had one in a while. So to think that you know we're yeah. we're not exempt, you know, something yeah. conditions come around, so, and these things. These so things let me happen. hold on. I found the one of these. The Mayan, um, supposedly in the and remember in in the book he talks about it like there's four ages. Yes, and I can't remember what the first. We're one the throne. We're the iron like, or something. Flood, so there's four ice, ages. What is, what's going on? Fire. I know there's we're the Iron Age. Are you talking about the Mayan calendar? No, no. I'm different age. Okay. No, like in the Hopi tradition. And yes, I think the yes. Iron, the, yeah, yeah. And in the um, Aztecs and the Mayans, I'm pretty sure they divided. Oh, God, I wish I had written it down. It's like bronze, gold, they, something like, like that. Giant, no, 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 not those ages, babe. <laughs> but good job pulling that up. <laughs> 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 Um, I'm like, damn! I haven't heard that since like. So, what's grade. the purpose with these ages? Um, like, what what's going on with them? Uh, it, does it mean bad like things? How, that they, how they contained these eras? So there was like mm -hmm. the, the age of the first big era, era oh. of catastrophe or whatever, where things went down with like the flood, and then the next one was the big ice age. 
And this one is predicted to be fire. Oh. We're not going to have ice. We're going to have fire. So, and if you look around the world, it's already happening. The, we're at the end of an ice age. So... See, this is where my brain is kind of like, anyway. let's not. Let's <laughs> let's stay around. <laughs> I but like living. Up, we are. We are. With all of our cars and this, uh, oh, my God, we've just covered this planet in <laughs> cement. So, and so hold on a second. I want to talk about um, how I was saying he writes, like you could say, oh, this is a tornado and another culture might it might sound like right. mythology because it's not how we say it right yeah. so so the right. um he says if you think about um Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945. It's easy to imagine how they might speak in mystical terms of explosions that give off a terrible glare right. of light and immense heat. Yeah. So so he, then he quotes <laughs> an ancient myth that's like the flames of the Brahmastra charged missiles mingled with each other and surrounded by fiery arrows they covered the earth, heaven and space between and increased the conflagration like the fire and the sun at the end of the world. And um no. yeah. And That's then awesome. he and then he kind of talks about the Enola Gay, which carried the Hiroshima bomb. And he reads more. He writes more mythology here, like Visca Karma, the architect among the gods, built aerial vehicles for the gods. He entered into his divine place and saw thousands of flying vehicles for the gods lying at rest. Isn't that weird? They were taken from the Bhagavata Purana. And from wow. so those quotes were like the gods came in their respective flying vehicles to witness the battle between Kripakarya and Arjuna. Even Indra, the Lord of Heaven, came with a special type of flying vehicle and could accommodate thirty-three divine beings. This is from, you know, the Bhagavata Purana and the Mahabharata. Isn't that crazy? That it's is ancient wild. wisdom wow. literature of the Indian subcontinent. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. The king is a flame moving before the wind to the end of the sky and to the end of the earth. The king travels the air and traverses the earth. There is brought to him a way. So I think about, like, our kings fly around the world. Yeah. You know? As do non-kings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like, oh, okay, it's like that. But it's ancient. Yeah. yeah. So it just seems... Very unlikely, mm -hmm. based well, on you, what we know, yeah, or what we thought we know. Yes, yeah. So you brought up circular calendars as big cartwheels, one of solid silver, the other of solid gold. That's what you were referring to before when you were, Maybe. When you were throwing out metals. No, I thought no? it was. I was trying to think of what she no, was talking it was about. The traditional ages of history that we get taught in, like, whatever geography yeah um but yeah, they remember. yes i do but i'm but there was a oh remember, i don't want to spend too remember, much time remember when you remember <laughs> i don't know oh and it's God. driving me mad <laughs> <laughs> i can't think of it there's a it was it was a mythology that that very simply explains remember there's that super simple mythology that explained in a paragraph and a half yeah. And it's like, this happened, and then it was destroyed. Then this happened, and it was destroyed. And then this happened, and it was destroyed. End of story. Mm. You know, it's this very oh practical... Once it's destroyed, the story doesn't go much further. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah, it's a writer. 
Because, you know, a lot of us <laughs> like to write, you yeah. know. You know, once That's you really destroy true. everything. Yeah. It's kind of like the end. The end. <laughs> the end. It was your Except unfulfilling it's not. conclusion. Except it's not. Except it's not. It's not. That's the on the boat. That's the point, is that it's not. The point is, it just keeps going. Oh. It just keeps going. And, like, being close to the end of the world might be the feeling that we have right now that things are kind of chaotic but we can still kind of handle it oh boy right yeah you know it's like yeah there's some wars and there's some questionable choices by this and there's some strange weather that and there's or you know (laughs) is it just that we're more aware now because we can get the news and we can we understand what's happening around us yeah because when you look at history it's always chaotic it's always kind of of a shit show but we just never knew before because we could only see like two feet in front of us right right but what i'm saying is maybe getting close to a cataclysmic point is when we become so 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 aware oh boy you see what i'm saying (gasps) oh and maybe it's one of those things like they found with the pilots who would go up to a certain level and they weren't able to steer their plane and so they try to fix it, fix it, fix it and then die. But the what? one... It's just like that. Yeah, but no, like, okay, so there was one pilot then who went up to this this level um, yeah. of atmosphere where, you know, they couldn't control the plane and he went unconscious and he woke up and the plane had fixed itself. So is it like that we are what? in... What? Yeah, because the, the true, what, what the pilots needed to do was do nothing, and that was what allowed the, the plane to self-adjust. So oh is it God. that we get to a point in the universe where wow. we can no longer allow the planet to self-adjust, and then we end up killing ourselves? Shit. Accidentally. <laughs> wow. You know um, what I mean? Okay. Like, we're too self-aware, yeah. and so we have to fix it, and so then we break it. Oh no. my God! That's not that's not what's happening. Really? <laughs> <laughs> See, you scared me. I scare you too. Boom. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't know what to do now. now. No, the planet's doing what the planet is doing, and we are here. We're living and on what it. What we're doing is 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 affecting mm-hmm. at, at minimum temperature. That's what's happening because there's so many of us. That is one level so of many things. Mm-hmm. But there's mm-hmm. others on top of it. Right. Well, there's other shit oh, that we're yes. talking about here and what could possibly happen yeah. if the right conditions come together and, yeah. and that type of stuff. But there's no reason why, since we know it, yeah. that we should continue to contribute to things that, that, that damage, you know. This is true. That, yes. that, that might put us out of reach of, of, ever, yes. of ever, like, keeping things as they are. The new normal might just be, you know, we're going to go up a couple degrees here over the next you in and yeah. all the shit that's growing south of us will be growing up here and yeah. be, it may be weird you know yeah. but you're right but we don't we don't have to purposely yeah. do we that we don't though. need to make it worse on yeah. purpose no no we don't well we don't. I, it's too late you guys I, <laughs> no but but here's it's, here's a cheerful here's it, well, a cheerful I mean, commentary it's, funny, it's out of our hands anyway yeah well anyway. we say that it's out I of our we, hands well no they're practice i mean they're things we can do and things that we've exactly. done that, that, that help to, you know, help right. to correct things and a little better, at least to help yeah. slow it down. It well, help but, but we it. have it might uh, not be so devastating. Maybe. Technology yeah. helped to break it. There's still the hope moment. that technology could help to make it right, better. Right, right, right. There, are, you know, we've thought so many times, like, oh, burning coal. There's nothing that could ever be better than that. Well, we figured out a way. Well, not in the, got, not in the book, yeah, but, but we need leaders have. who aren't like, uh, well, yeah, aren't scared of science and or logic, and, and, or want to help out their buddies and make a bunch of money yeah. off destroying, you know, the exactly. Fossil fuels Greed and stuff is like kind that. of brutal. Right, right. But there's something. 
kind which of which is man which is man there's not something taking care of the earth which was in all of the Yes, all of the, yeah. all of the all stories of the was man yeah. forgot his creator. Yeah, man oh, didn't yeah. honor his. Yes, all of it came <gasps> oh, that way in all of the which traditions. Is right where we're so at. this is though this is possibly yeah. the discussion where you know where you have happenstance and then <laughs> and then you have to like as. As oh, we yeah. are built, as we are constructed, have to fill in, you know, yes. some great reasoning that's based around how important we are. Which is also true. Like, like why did this happen to me? Why would this horrible thing happen? Well, of course, because... And then There's you a bunch of shit floating around in space, and we got slammed with a piece of it. Yeah. yeah. But if you can't understand yeah. that, your myth story might then well, become... Exactly. Yeah. Because we didn't take care of our creator. Oh, wow. Right. So there's that idea Damn. too. That makes sense. People like to have an answer for yeah. things, whether it you know the brain needs it's, an it's answer. really obtainable or not. Mm-hmm. Right. You also get a little surge of dopamine when you give yourself an answer. So why wouldn't you? Oh good. my god! Reward yourself. I, yeah, get I some self reward. The, the myths are created out of all the things that the, that people have no control over. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah. it's and the only way they can make sense. it's still going on. I mean, we're Keep still going. doing it. We're still yeah. creating That's totally it, true. We're and still creating it. all around control. Well, you mm-hmm. also just look at the whole vaccine thing. Let's take a, a pretty recent example, right? My child has autism. Why did this happen? Must have been because I got a vaccine. Oh, you know? So we, again, we're trying to make up our own stories, and we're ignoring science so that we can make up those stories. Yeah. Now, that one was also helped by a scientist who actually said later on that he's lying but oh wow wow well i think about like part of you know so so think about the ice age coming on right and if if it did come on really suddenly without the cute sloth and mammoth right suddenly over just a very short amount of time everything just gets really, 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 really cold. Yeah. And what would you do? You know what I mean? You wouldn't see that coming. Yeah. No. It would be an earth-shifting thing, and then suddenly, you know. Yeah. It, how? I mean, because the way they talk about it, there's... Do you guys remember the chapter where they talk about the excav- excavation? excavation? Is oh. that what they call it? The dig? Yeah. Where uh, all of these different types of creatures and fauna mm-hmm. were in a pile, in all ripped apart. Yeah, and and, yeah. and there was mm-hmm. no sense in it. It was like none of these things were supposed to be alive at the same time. There wasn't like human, yeah, the woolly mammoths you know, are like, gone, and some of the people were supposing that the at the hunter gathers at the time, right. you know, like they hunted them up into extinction. But that doesn't make any sense, and so it was more likely this huge cataclysmic event. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that did yeah. It. yeah. So wow. so it, it's an archaeological dig. That's <gasps> what, what if so we were the ants like the, uh, and we the, <laughs> the forests yes. that were just south of like Minnesota and and Michigan because we yeah. were under a couple couple miles of ice ourselves. Yeah. Um, all like as a result of whatever hit us, the solar yeah. flares or or the or the mm-hmm. impact of the mile long meteor or whatever it was. Um, that all was on fire and burned for a long time, and all that biomass just charred for years um, and there's a line you can see like a line where there's sediments you know and then it just forms yeah. you know, over time and there's like a big charred it? line you can see it in arizona wow. in san diego you can you can see the uh the differences between what was alive at a certain point and then mm-hmm. what was seen yeah. thereafter you know all the yes. big animals and shit yes. like that are gone after that period of time so wow. there's some areas like africa that didn't get hit by the huge cataclysmic shit and there's yeah. still like big animals around and stuff you know it's yes Wow. Wow. Oh, listen at this. Um, This is a Hopi, one of the Hopi uh, 
quotes. So like the ancient Maya, whose descendants all across the Yucatan are convinced the end of the world is 2,000 and a little. (laughs) Um, According to their myths, the first world was destroyed as a punishment for human misdemeanors by an all-consuming fire that came from above Mm. and below. The second world ended with a terrestrial globe toppled from its axis and everything was covered with ice. The third world ended in a universal flood. The present world is the fourth. That's it. You found it. Its fate will depend on whether or not its habitants behave in accordance with the creator's plan. The other people assume, hey, we we, we must have done something wrong, you know? Right, right. We're getting fucked. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's because it's like, I'm picturing... I'm picturing, like, have you ever, like you said, we're the ants. Like, have you yeah. ever, like, done like that to a bug? Yeah. Like, oh, shoot. Shoot a bug? bug. No, shoot no, no, a no. bug with your finger. Flip no, it. no, no. Like, like just Push knocked it. some bugs out of the way. Yeah. Right? Out like of my a, way. Yeah. I'm big. Yeah. yeah. Right? And that's the yeah. size of them, and you're the size of you. Yeah. And you come walking yeah. through, and you just go, right? Yeah. yeah. And you smash it. And sometimes I think, like... You know, you're like a bug. You know, yes. like you're. What if we, we really don't know? We are what, like bugs in the, like that in the universe. Yeah, we yes. don't know like what the lawnmower is. The universe is beautiful, but it's you not guys, kind. We get right. so it's not pissed about cockroaches. We could have been the giant's generation of cockroaches, oh, and they're like these were. jerks are yeah, everywhere. For real, for real. Hey, Flick I can't em. believe this. We're so close to being done, you guys. Oh my god. There's so much more to talk wow. about. I know. So it's much so more. much. It's so much. Man, th- man, those those huge drawings in South America that you can only see what they what the image actually is if you're way up in the sky. Yeah, what oh, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's some weird shit too, Africa. man. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is super rad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super rad. <laughs> super rad. It is. Super rad. Fuck yes. Wow. Okay, oh, guys. So lithosphere and that's it. Yeah, all like, that shit. shit. Man, there's a lot more. But there's Antarctica was a tropical continent. Yeah, dude. Mind blown. So yeah, final thoughts, blown. right? Final thoughts. Um, I think mine is just. Uh, I think our brains can handle all this amount. You know yeah. what I mean? I think you can have your faith. You can live in the moment. But this is fascinating to me. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um, and I think it makes my image of, like, God and the universe bigger. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It doesn't hurt my image of the wonder of the power of the creator. It makes it a thousand times bigger because it's, like, infinite creations of worlds, you know, just like, it's so much more fascinating than my former picture. Yeah. So, I think it's pretty fascinating. So, uh, Fingerprints of the Gods by Graham Hancock. Wow. And our next book is Beer Cans on the Side of the Road. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's a hitchhiker (laughs) memoir that my friend Ken wrote. (laughs) Yeah, I have that one. It arrived. Yes, yes. So uh, Shannon's got it. Beer Cans on the Side of the Road. It's a hitchhiker's memoir. It's like a palate cleanser after this book. Yeah, you know. It's like a little breaky poo. Like a little cilantro. Yeah, Lighten up a little bit. Lighten up a little bit. So we got to wrap up, but let's play that Mayan music again that ancient Mayan music and may you have a wonder filled couple of weeks before you see it where you just think about the vastness of the universe and yeah yeah, 
Yeah. Thank you for coming, Jamie. Yay. Well, had a great time. Thank you for, Yay, for having me. Great yeah, book. yeah. Thank you for being here, Chris. Todd, glad you're yeah. better. Better from the heat stroke, but sorry about your face. <laughs> what about me? Are you glad I'm Shannon, here? Shannon, I'm reasonably pleased that you're Aww. here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go hide in That's a pyramid. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good, really. I think it's really clean, and you're not satisfied with that. Yeah. Know.